I've been staring at the edge of the water Long as I can remember Never really knowing why <laughs> Just singing some Moana for you because I have the song stuck in my head because this is what I've been talking about today. Um, Moana has that longing for something more. She has that deep sense of, you know, this tug towards going out to the water. There's something more out there for her. And I think a lot of us have something similar to this. We have this nagging voice in the back of our heads trying to get us to do something or be something or pursue this idea, but we tend to suppress it. And one of the big ways we suppress it is through what I call gratitude gaslighting. We tell ourselves, I should just be grateful for what I have. I shouldn't have this desire for something more. Even wanting something beyond what I have is selfish. I should just be grateful. I already have a job. People would kill to have a job, blah, blah, blah. We basically shame ourselves for having a desire and we tell ourselves that we should just be grateful. So in this episode today, I'm going to talk about how to stop gratitude gaslighting yourself so that you can listen to this persistent longing you have for something more. This is again a training taken from one of my Facebook lives. So the audio reflects that as well. So that is just for your information. Um, but I think it's a really powerful training that you are going to love. So let's go ahead and get to the show. Welcome to the Life After Medicine podcast, where we help you create a fulfilling and non-traditional career as a healthcare worker. I'm your host, Chelsea Turchin. In 2019, I left the hustle and grind of my OBGYN residency and set out to create a fulfilling career on my own terms. Now I'm a best-selling author, career and burnout coach, and world traveler. Through this podcast, I'll show you how to enjoy your work, make an impact, and support yourself financially without all the stress and burnout you are currently experiencing. Let's get to the show. Authentic career alignment. What even is that? <laughs> I think of it as it's when the work you get paid to do just feels like this natural extension of who you are. It's that feeling of, I just get to be myself. I just get to do me and do exactly what I love to do. And then also I get paid for it. It's when you are living in your gifts, your zone of genius, and seeing that the more you're following your joy, the more you're doing the things you love to do, the more you're actually helping people. And it kind of blows your mind because we weren't taught that that's the thing. And really from my experience and from the work I've done with my clients, it is one of the best feelings in the world. And this is why I'm creating my signature group coaching program, Authentic Career Alignment, which is a 12-week group coaching program to help you find a career that is the right fit for you based on your personality strengths, your passions, your gifts, your desired lifestyle. We are going to be officially starting the second round of Authentic Career Alignment on March 6th. So if you are interested in finding a career that is the right fit for you, one that feels just like this natural extension of who you are, that doesn't feel like work, that feels like you just get to do what you enjoy. And yeah, there's some admin tasks and there's some things you don't love to do, but it's all in the service of this work that you 
love and that you're obsessed with. So if you're interested in in finding that for you and learning how to pursue that and step into that, then I want you to go to coachchelsmd.com slash ACA to find out more information about authentic career alignment. You can also hop on a call with me to see if authentic career alignment is right for you. I would love to chat with you more about your current situation, where you're at, and how I can help you get to where you want to go. Link will also be in the show notes in the description. So feel free to head there to check it out. Yeah, today we're going to talk about the gratitude gaslighting. Um, And the way I see this present and play out is many of the people I connect with who find themselves unhappy in medicine, sort of know, have known for a while that this is not right for them. So they've had this nagging voice in the background for a long time, something that they've been longing to do, but not doing it. Little dreams that have been tugging at them. Um, just there's this like this thing that's always been below the surface. It's always been there for you that you never fully let yourself act on. Like I had a client who knew she's like, I always wanted to do something that involved horses. Um, or another client who's like, I just have always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've like hung out with entrepreneurs. I find them really fascinating. Um, so it's like, what is that thing you've always wanted to do? But then maybe you tell yourself that you can't do. Another way to sort of identify what these longings are um, is anything that we say and we act like we're just kidding, but there can be a little bit of truth behind all of these just kiddings. So when I was in residency, I would have, um, you know, we'd have these conversations of like, what are you going to do after this? So I was an OBGYN residency and, you know, you could be a generalist or you could go to this one fellowship track or this other, you could do academics or private practice. And so people ask this question of like, what are you going to do after residency? And I would just say, I'm going to be a travel blogger. And, and I would laugh and be like, haha, just kidding. But like, clearly there was so much truth behind that. Just kidding. So, so if, if you have anything like that, where you just keep kind of like, lobbing jokes around like, oh, this is the thing I want to do, but I'm just joking. Um, but yeah, there tends to, there tends to be some level of truth underneath the just kiddings. Um, sometimes it also just presents as this like vague side of yourself that you're longing to express more of. So for example, um, you know, I, I just felt this longing to be outside. That was my longing. It wasn't a specific career path that I longed for. It wasn't a, anything that felt like a real direction. It felt like this really vague longing, but within that longing, I also knew this conflicts with being working in the hospital. Like my desire to be outside is above and beyond what would ever be possible for me if I was working in a hospital. Um, so it's this longing that maybe doesn't make sense or, or other clients I've worked with, they have had this longing like, oh, I just want to express my creativity. There's this, like creative side in me. I want to write poetry or, you know, paint or do photography or just like sort of have these create this creative side that maybe has been suppressed in medicine. So most of us have this nagging voice inside of us or this like idea that we're not acting on for me right now. And I don't know if it's a nagging voice. I think it's a 
it's not time yet kind of voice. <laughs> but right now I do, like I have this idea that I want to create a gap year program for people out of high school to help them um, essentially choose an authentic career right off the bat. <laughs> so that's something I'm really interested in doing where it, it would involve like travel and personal development and service and all of that um, community growth, all those really cool things. Um, so that's something I'm really interested in. I wouldn't call it a nagging idea because I know I'm going to do it, um, but I just don't know when. But some of us have these ideas that like they keep coming to us. Like I had this one friend who's like, oh, I just really want to like just build a camper van. And and it took me like a year <laughs> to, to convince him to finally just do it, like go buy an empty camper van and build it and like do something with it. Um, so it doesn't mean that these longings like they don't have to mean we need to quit our jobs or do anything drastic. But a lot of us are ignoring our longings entirely. And I want to talk about, um, there's this quote that I got from the book, Eat, Pray, Love, but then I was reminded of it today. And I want to share it with you guys because it introduces this really cool concept of what this pull is. Because I think some of us are like, okay, I feel this pull, this tug, but it doesn't make sense, right? For me, uh, what does being outside mean? I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't know what that is, what that relates to. What is this pull? What is it coming from? I One way I conceptualize it is it's your intuition is how I think about it. But also maybe the question is like, where's this leading me? If I follow this, what does that mean? Where am I going? Um, so I'm going to read this quote to you guys, and then we'll sort of talk through this concept. The Zen Buddhists say that an oak tree is brought into creation by two forces at the same time. Obviously, there is the acorn from which it all begins, the seed which holds all the promise and potential, which grows into the tree. Everybody can see that, but only a few can recognize that there is another force operating here as well, the future tree itself, which wants so badly to exist that it pulls the acorn into being, drawing the seedling forth with longing out of the void, guiding the evolution from nothingness to maturity. In this respect, says the Zens, it is the oak tree that creates the very acorn from which it was born. So what I, I love that concept so much that like there's this future self. So the way I think of it is um, when I was in residency and I was feeling this pull to be outside and to travel and to expand, that pull, part of that pull was from the version of me that I am right now who wanted to come into being. Like I wanted to be expressed. I wanted to be this version of me, not the strung out, burned out resident medical doctor version of me. And this version of me had such a desire to exist that it created this longing in that, in that younger version of me when I was in residency, created this longing for something more. And that longing was me now becoming who I am now. And the things I long for now it's where I'm going to be in the future. It's like that pull. And so when you're ignoring this pull, this intuition, this, this sense of like, ah, oh, I'm like, I don't really understand why I can't really explain this, but I just feel this desire to do this. When we ignore that, we're sort of shutting down our purpose. We're shutting down who we could become. We are denying ourselves the opportunity to become the highest and best version of ourselves, who's the most fulfilled. So when we feel this longing, <laughs> what most of us do is we 
try to suppress it, right? We try to shut it down. And a big way that we do this is by what I call gratitude gaslighting. So essentially we feel this pull towards something more, something else. And, and then we tell ourselves, well, I, I should just be grateful that I even have a job at all. I should just, I mean, being a doctor is such a noble profession. People would kill to, to work here. Other people tried to get into med school and couldn't get in. And I did get in. So I should just be grateful, right? Some of my clients, they come from their parents were like first generation immigrants. And so that's another layer of kind of shoulds and guilt. And they have this idea of like, my parents sacrificed so much for me just to be here in this country, to have these opportunities. I should be grateful that I even have the opportunity to be a doctor in the first place. And I couldn't just throw it all away. Right. So we, we suppress our desires by using this sort of gratitude situation. Like we're telling ourselves that we should just be grateful. We think that what we're doing is a good thing, right? We think we're, you know, reminding ourselves of the good that's already in our lives. We think that it's making us like a better person to, to remember the gratitude that we should have. We think that we're also just, you know, we're keeping the peace, keeping the status quo. We're not rocking the boat. Um, because if we weren't grateful for this current life we have, and we tried to go do something else off the path, like that would be disruptive. That would disrupt the status quo. So we also think that what we're doing, we're suppressing our desires. Look, I should just stay in line. I should just stay the status quo. Who, Who am I to have these extra longings, right? I talked about Moana yesterday and this completely applies here because we talked about Moana with that longing. Um, and that's exactly what was happening for her. So she had this, I love this song. Oh my gosh, we're going to have to, I hope everyone just goes and listens to that Moana, how far I'll go song after this, because it is, it's just so epic. Um, so she, she has this longing for the ocean, right? She just looks at the horizon and she's like, I want to be out there. The water is like the sunshine is sparkling on the water and it's just beautiful and it's drawing me in and I want to go out there. There's a part of me that longs to go out there, but I have this role that I'm supposed to play on this island. I'm supposed to become the like the princess or the leader, or, you know, like my family's in charge. I have this job I'm supposed to do here and everyone else is happy on this island. They're all doing their jobs. They're all looking happy. They're all just accepting this island life this island is beautiful. I should just be grateful for this island. I should just be grateful for that I'm here right now, that I have this job. Everyone, like we're comparing ourselves, we're gratitude gaslighting. We're just trying to get ourselves to stay in line, stay the status quo, do what everyone else is doing. There's no need (laughs) to color outside the lines, right? So that's what we think we're doing. We think we're just like keeping the peace, shove it down, maintain the status quo. But here's what we're actually doing. So there's a couple of things I want to talk about. One, shaming yourself into feeling bad about desiring something is not actually practicing gratitude, right? <laughs> like I should feel grateful for this thing that I have and I, I shouldn't want anything else. That's not the energy of gratitude. That's you beating yourself up, shaming yourself and just feeling guilty and bad about yourself. So even just having that thought process is not even constructive 
and it doesn't lead you to like, when you think that, what is your immediate next thought? Is it immediately like, ah, gratitude. Oh, Rosie, everything's good. Like you don't go straight into gratitude from that. So like, that's actually keeping you from truly feeling grateful and truly feeling appreciative. So it's actually completely counterintuitive to what you're saying you want to be doing. Um, And then another point on this is being grateful doesn't have to mean that you stay stuck and that you never want anything else. It is entirely possible to be completely appreciative of what you currently have in your life, to be so deeply, genuinely appreciative of what you have in your life and still recognize it's not for you anymore. Maybe it was at a time and it's not for you anymore. So a quick, you know, smaller example. I, when I was upgrading my luggage, I had this old 46 liter backpack that I had traveled with for 18 months through Latin America. And it was like my everything and I loved it and I appreciated it so much. And there came a time in May of last year that I knew it was time to upgrade to a bigger suitcase because I was sick of being in a carry-on all the time. And, and I still had this deep appreciation for the backpack. And I still knew like, I don't want this backpack anymore because I need something else. I'm expanding into a bigger suitcase. Um, but I never told myself I should just be grateful for this backpack that I have. So let me just keep it and never (laughs) like upgrade, even though what I want to do is upgrade. Like it just doesn't really make sense. So you can be very grateful for everything you have and still allow yourself to desire a continual progression and expansion. That is allowed. (laughs) Okay. And then the last point I want to make about what we're doing when we gratitude gaslight ourselves is that ignoring that nagging voice, that the future oak tree that wants to come into being, that is directly ignoring your intuition, right? And I believe essentially that that's equivalent to like ignoring your purpose, ignoring your destiny, if you want to believe in those sorts of things. Um, I know that's a bigger topic than we want to get into, but you know, it's ignoring, it's not, it's cutting you off from who you could become if you're following that drive, right? So I, um, I think Brene Brown has this quote that sort of talks about, this concept of like, I'll just read it and then we'll talk about it. Um, We all have gifts and talents. When we cultivate these gifts and share them with the world, we create a sense of meaning and purpose in our lives, right? And I believe that longing that we're having, um, that's pulling us towards our gifts and our talents and our purpose, okay? So squandering our gifts brings distress to our lives, As it turns out, it's not merely benign or too bad if we don't use the gifts that we've been given. We actually pay for it with our emotional and physical well-being. When we don't use our talents to cultivate meaningful work, we struggle. We feel disconnected and weighed down by feelings of emptiness, frustration, resentment, shame, disappointment, (laughs) fear, and even grief, right? So quite a long list. So essentially the point of that is It's not like we can simply say, you know what, I'm going to stay on the safe path and I'm not going to follow this longing and fulfill my purpose. And then I'll just live neutral. I'll live a neutral life. My life doesn't have to be excellent. It doesn't need to be excellent. I'm okay with it just being neutral in middle of the road. That doesn't, middle of the road doesn't exist. There is no middle of the road. There's only following your longing and living in your gifts or 
it's not just benign to not do that. Like we struggle with it. We're weighed down. We feel disconnected. We feel emptiness. We feel frustration, resentment, right? So there is no middle of the road. <laughs> like that's not a thing. Um, and I think that's a really powerful um, take home point, right? Like when you're settling, you're actually suffering. And it's a lot bigger of a deal than many of us allow it to be. So all of this to say, we all have, most of us have this nagging voice inside of us, this thing that we're longing for, this version of us that wants to be expressed, some idea that we want to explore, some part of ourselves we haven't let ourselves really be. And if you want a safe space to explore this nagging voice, to really just get curious about this longing for more, dive into like, what is it? What is it actually trying to tell me? What happens if I follow it? How do I listen to it? How do I get in touch with it? Right. This is the work that we do together within authentic career alignment. So this is my, if you haven't been you know, paying attention, this, which is okay, you have your own life. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Um, but this is my 12 week group coaching program to help you find a career that is the right fit for you. One of the ways that we do this is I help you get in touch with your intuition, your inner voice and explore what is it trying to tell you? What does that longing mean? How can we listen to it? How can we start to follow it? Um, how can we get more in touch with like, what is it trying to tell us? And so if you're interested in having a career that is in line with your intuition, that really allows you to feel fulfilled and like you're living your purpose and very importantly, a career that feels good on the inside, right? Not just one that looks good on the outside, because how many of us are living inside of this career that on the outside, it looks so impressive, right? You have checked all the boxes. You are, you know, your life looks great, but on the inside, it's, there's something missing. There's something off. It, you're just not quite where you want to be. Um, if you want to correct for that, and if you want to get into a career that truly feels good on the inside, I believe following that longing, listening to your intuition, connecting to your true self, that is the pathway to doing that. So this is the work that we're going to be doing within authentic career alignment. And if this is something that is of interest to you, right? If you're somebody who connects with this idea of like, yeah, there's that thing I've always wanted to do. <laughs> um, and you want a safe place to explore that. I would love to have you join us within Authentic Career Alignment. Um, so enrollment is happening now and we actually have our first call March 6th. However, I will allow enrollment up until the following week. I believe that's March 13th. So if you are interested in joining Authentic Career Alignment, I did put the link in the comments. Let me do that. I'm going to put this post the link again. I think the link is in the description. I'll go ahead and put it in the comments. Now you can click there. That'll have all the information. Um, and also the place where you can just enroll. Um, and additionally, if you want to just chat with me about it, if you have any questions, please feel free to message me right here on Facebook. Um, I'm also putting this up on the podcast. So if you're listening to the podcast later, um, feel free to email me hello at coachchelsmd.com. Happy to chat more about if this is a program that is right for you. So thank you all so much. Big takeaway, go listen to Moana, How Far I'll Go, and then we can have a sing-along together. All right. Love you all, and see you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Life After Medicine podcast. 
make sure to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation, share your takeaways, and connect with other like-minded healthcare workers, then come join us in the Life After Medicine Facebook group. The link to join the group is in the show notes. I can't wait to connect with you further.